Hello and welcome to the Shape of Work, a podcast series by Springworks. My name is Anoop and I am your host. Each week we'll be talking to top people managers across the world on the future of work and how it's shaping our workplace. So sit back and get ready to find out more from these movers and shakers as we have a no holds barred anything goes conversation with them about their journey, their insights, their thoughts, and most importantly their ideas and vision for the workplace of the future. Join in on the conversation. Leave a comment and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Shape of Work podcast. Joining us today we have Sandra Baisak who's the head HR of V Commission Media Private Limited. So hi Sandra, how are you? Hi Shraddha, I'm doing very well. How about you? I'm doing absolutely fine. Thank you so much. It's uh, really good to have you here with us and uh, I'm pretty excited about the conversation that we're going to have today. Yes, same here. Great. So uh, Sandra before we jump on to our conversation I would just like to set up a base for our listeners right so if you could just uh, you know get, uh, tell me a bit about yourself and what is it exactly that you do and just if you could walk us through your career journey I would love to so hi everyone I am Sandra and I call myself as a people's person and empathetic listener and a passionate worker mother to a 5 years old daughter I'm a commerce graduate from Delhi University and equipped with almost 90 years of experience in HR domain. I started my career as a receptionist in India's leading global affiliate network, We Commission Media Private Limited, which was a startup back then which was making its mark into digital marketing and was undergoing a joint venture phase with APAC region's renowned affiliate network in Adways INC. as we commission was uh, transitioning itself from a family run business to an organization i was also learning the art of building things from scratch i was given the responsibility to manage front desk operations administration and hr department and then i got into the role of taking new initiatives to build an organization that is employee sensitive people centric and support members to grow as professionals and uh, from working as an individual contributor to a mentor to an official manager having a team then becoming the head of the department and now leading the vc1 group i would say that the journey has been splendid i have seen magic the team work creates where we know we have problems but each one of us is connected to resolve it together and build a better place a uh, second home where you know people look up to to come each day so yeah that's what i've been doing until now that that's really nice sandra you have a hell of a journey till now that's really nice so um i actually heard you uh, in one of your talks where you actually quoted that experimenting things and then implementing rather than imposing makes a big difference in the organization so do you feel this also helps create a healthy nature within the organization and um, how can we align these with the satisfaction of the employees uh yes this talk was an interview that was taken by my team when i completed 8 years with the commission last year okay. um i firmly believe that people should feel at home they should feel belong it to an organization and when they feel this why the organization really starts to achieve what it aspires for Right. So uh we at we commission we've always been open to ideas feedbacks and suggestions 
member can opine through various mediums like HR one-on-ones, manager check-ins, uh, fresh eye journals or town halls or work chats, which help us to have candid conversations with the members who make or break an organization, as uh, you know, each one of us say. And uh, by giving everyone a podium to express their thoughts, make them feel heard, and if suggestions are really worth it, then what's the harm in implementing those, right? right. So I say that this is directly proportional to managers or ma- member satisfaction. They feel encouraged and a part of the decision-making process. And if such experiments build a strong culture or improves productivity, both the member and the company grows north. So, yeah. Right, right. That totally makes sense, of course. So um, recently, actually, I was going through an article and uh, again, you know, it said that there is no good or bad in a culture. It is either a strategically aligned culture or a misaligned one. So I'm actually really intrigued on what your take on this is. Hmm. Yes, I firmly believe that, you know, everyone contributes to the culture. It is not the job of an HR or management or a manager. Each member in the hierarchy plays an important role in building the culture. So, you know, if one part of the hierarchy breaks the flow, it can lead to the fall of an organization too. So to answer this question, uh, yes, a culture is cohesively and strategically aligned. um, And that's what I believe in. Right. That's, That's true. Right. So um, moving on to the next question I have for you is that the HR actually, you know, the HR team plays a crucial role in forming employee experience and uh, organizations in which HR facilitates a positive employee experience are actually, you know, a lot more likely to report organizational outperformance. So you being a part of the HR team, I would just want to know what your thoughts on this are. And, uh, you know, according to you, what approaches can the organization take to increase their employee experience rate? Yes. So um, I would say, Shraddha, that, you know, HRs are rightly termed as brand ambassadors um, who show what goes inside an organization before an employee even joins us. So, And they have to ensure what they promise in the initial phase remains true when an employee actually joins. So giving an experience, becomes the utmost crucial KRA for HRs. And um, I can briefly describe to what approaches we practice at We Commission uh, to increase employee experience rate. Um, So, you know, things like establishing a bond with the candidate right in the start and keeping them connected with all important updates until they join. They should feel connected. A dedicated HR POC for pre-boarding and onboarding to avoid communication gaps or multiple HRs interacting and confusing the candidates. Then the third one could be uh, when an employee finally joins, uh, ensure a proper 30-day schedule, which includes company overview, HR, finance, admin, IT orientations, uh, which explains the basic rules and policies to the new hire. Um, Then we also have a practice of, you know, assigning a buddy for at least 30 days to make the employee feel at ease and someone to talk to for little queries or concerns. Right. Then um, another experience that we could give to, uh, you know, new hires could be that uh, departmental heads uh, can plan on-job training sessions and inter-team introductions 
about how each department is connected or where does the new hire's role come into the picture then keeping the new engaged uh, with the first week 30 day or 60 day or 90 day personalized sessions with hr and the manager to understand how the journey has been then uh, when a member establishes connect with the teams manager should ensure weekly performance review and keep the mutual feedback process open and candid that's what you know we particularly uh, particularly emphasize here um when when an employee has spent good time with us right. uh, so all in all the key here to remember is uh, in giving an experience there should be clear communication and there should be a connect or a bond that that should be established uh, with employees at different stages of their life cycle uh, there could be other ways like involving a day with ceo or a co-founder or founders to let an employee or from the horse's mouth about how the journey of the company has been and you know it also gives them a chance to sit across the table and also set the right expectations in the initial phase itself so uh, all of this uh, ideas maybe can help increase employee experience rate right i totally agree i mean you know being an outsider from the hr world there was a lot of things that we don't realize that uh, you know the hr processes actually go through so yeah that was great Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Sandra, in the past eighteen months, the HR industry has immensely changed, and one of the top top priorities of the HR leaders is shaping their talent management strategies around skills and not job roles. So, what is your take on this? And uh, you know, what kind of uh, new strategies can be implemented to make the workspace future ready? Hmm. talent management around skills and not job roles um i would say there has to be a proper balance between both it's good to have members bases their skills but just filling people seeing their skills and giving back seat to what kind of role an organization requires is also not what i would advise um strategies uh, that could be implemented to make workspace future ready could be that you know it should always start with preparing an organogram that defines departments their responsibilities and the count of members uh, required and focus should then be given on assigning the count of employees required with dedicated functions each employee should have a benchmark of top 5 core kras the more Uh, a member sits on the top of the organogram more weightage on communication to be given whether it is inter or intra team and uh, once we have finally figured out the count then the right candidates with the skills uh, should be mapped with that with with those organograms and uh, that's where the recruitment strategy plays a critical role okay got it all right so um you know recently a slew of new technologies have been developed and uh, many of which are actually ai powered and uh, they have hit the market to make the progress uh, and the process more scientific scalable and efficient so what is your take on using technology for performance management and uh, you know how can these uh, tech friendly approaches help the hr in framing an effective evaluation system right i would say technology has always helped many businesses scale up easily 
and um, have been the major contributor in uh, removing duplication and redundancy of work. So I'm absolutely pro-technology when it comes to performance management as well. Using tech-friendly approaches can help HR to a large extent. And the best example that I could give is what we follow at the commission again uh, to evaluate our members. So, um, you know, we, we sort of created an HRM panel, which is specialized and we use this during our appraisal uh, review module. And we collect data from all sources for an employee that uh, depicts employee's journey, allows them to add surveys, allows all stakeholders from within departments to, you know, sort of share their peer feedback, a web form to note down MOMs, and in one click, share appraisal emails. This entire work of a member's appraisal happen in just one portal. And at the click of the button and proper workflows, it really makes our life easy. It really makes it simple and sorted. And we do not have to run around people to gather information from various stations. Like, you know, uh, I've uh, spoken to a lot of HRs in the industry and I genuinely feel sad when they say that, uh, there are a lot of manual things that they have to enter into. Okay. So with this, these little technological improvements or implementations, uh, we can really make our life easy by removing all the manual work and, uh, you know, uh, doing things in just a click as well. Yeah, that's true. I totally agree. You were actually right. There are a lot, in fact, there are a lot of startups also where, uh, you know, all these processes and everything is done manually. So, yeah, of course, it's a great mm-hmm. thing. Right. Yes. So, um, and uh, you know, coming to the big organizations like uh, Unilever and others, they have greatly increased their recruitment pool by using technology and hiring people who may not have an experience and uh, I, mean, I mean, you know, and uh, have an expensive college degree, but are mm-hmm. capable, ambitious and ultimately successful. So what is your opinion on hiring people without a formal education? And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, are there any parameters to assess the right candidate? even without a formal education? I would say what a question. I'm really overwhelmed answering this because, uh, uh, you know, I am myself a live example to it. Uh, if you ask me, see, I do not hold a formal HR education background. I'm just a graduate from DU and I found my interest into HR because I loved understanding people and their journeys and what they aspire for. And um, sort of I slowly figured out uh, what I wanted to do in my career and landed into HR profession. And I think uh, this organization has been great enough to give me that opportunity. And not only me, I mean, uh, if you talk about our leadership team, so similarly, uh, the founder of our organization, Mr. Tarang Bhargav, he himself is a college dropout and he's running a well-established and self-sustaining organization for more than a decade now. So I would say that, you know, it is not only the formal education that can really help in sort of building an organization, but what we believe or what our hiring strategy has been, that it should not not only be restricted towards qualification. What we uh, primarily look at is the intent of the person or passion towards one's work and skill is something that people can you know really learn on the go if they have that will or that intent uh, to learn so that's my take on hiring people without formal education 
Okay, yeah, I mean, that was so nicely put out. I mean, I in fact remember a quote which said that uh, education is not a name of a degree or a certificate that can be shown to others as a proof, but it's the name of our attitude and actions and language and behavior in the real life, right? All right, great. So, uh, Sandra, unfortunately, I think we are at the end of our podcast and uh, it was great talking to you and I personally got to learn so many other things about the HR industry like I just mentioned. And uh, yeah, it was great having you here. So I would just want to know if any of our listeners wanted to reach out to you, would uh, LinkedIn be the best platform? Yes, that would be the best platform. I am uh, active there as well. Okay. All right, Sandra. So like I said, it was great having you here and I look forward to our future conversations as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Shraddha. It was a pleasure knowing about you and uh, experiencing this podcast for the first time myself. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you.